Hello and welcome to another edition of the Public Affairs in Practice podcast. I want to talk this time about how to deliver effective public affairs in a small team. There's a common belief, misconception, that public affairs requires large, well-resourced teams. However, the reality is that many organisations operate with smaller budgets and teams, and that represents a challenge for achieving success. How can we make them most effective? Now, first of all, team size isn't necessarily everything. It doesn't determine the effectiveness of the public affairs delivered. The quality of the skills of the team, that's frankly critical to any effectiveness. It can be that larger teams simply end up having to deal with more internal admin and meetings. So the first aspect of political engagement to recognise is that it's a highly competitive space. So making any argument that resonates with your audience has to be the top priority. How you make yourself stand out helps with the challenge of being listened to. Now, developing close relationships with stakeholders and gaining a deep understanding of their perspectives can help organisations stand out in that competitive environment. But it's also important for organisations to have a really clear idea of what makes them stand out from the crowd. Now, one effective strategy is to try and secure first mover advantage, which means taking action on an issue before competitors do. Now, that's an issue discussed uh, in an episode of the Persuaders podcast, focusing on a research paper by Vika Junk. And amongst the conclusions of the work, which focused on activity during COVID, is that, and this is a quote, organisations lobbying earlier have significantly higher perceived influence on those policies than late movers. And small teams can move just as quickly, if not more quickly, than larger teams. But to be in a position to move quickly and secure the engagement benefits, I think the following steps need to be in place. Firstly, monitoring and information gathering. The processes need to be in place so that the team can see that the issue is developing and move on it. The monitoring needs to be paying attention to what competitors are doing, as well as the issues that are being discussed in politics or in the media or across social media. And informal feedback can play an invaluable role as well. Then there's the internal triggers. As well as paying attention to the external environment, the internal environment can provide triggers as well. But that means having open channels for internal communications with teams and they need to talk to each other. Next up would be the speed of movement. Once you've been made aware of an issue that needs to be moved on, it comes down to how you gather your evidence, your data, that real life experience that policymakers want to hear. And those processes need to be in place. Creating them takes time And you just might not have that. Think about your reporting lines. How quickly positions, policy papers, briefings, social media posts and the like can be drafted and critically agreed. That could make all the difference. Shorter reporting lines could be a real advantage. And finally, think about feedback loops. Now, they need to be established so that as the engagement takes place and questions are asked, responses and replies can be rapidly returned. So the reality is that effective public affairs is the same whatever size of team you work in. But smaller teams should not feel that they are unnecessarily disadvantaged. Smaller teams can actually have potential advantages, such as the ability to move quickly and make decisions more efficiently. But they need to leverage those strengths to achieve the success in public affairs.